Welcome to this edition of the Officer Command Q&A podcast. I'm Paul Peluso, the editor of Officer Magazine, and I'm joined today by Police Chief Kirby Warnke from the Corpus Christi, Christi Independent School District in Texas. How are you doing today, Chief? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about using new technology and artificial intelligence to help with investigations and school safety. But first, Chief, can you just kind of give us a you know, brief overview on your guys' department, um, the area you serve, amount of um, officers on staff, and and some of what you guys do. Well, we just celebrated our 30th year um, in existence, uh, being formed in 93. Uh, I lead a 104-man department. Of the 104 men, uh, 77 are sworn personnel, or ability for 77 peace officers. Uh, I've got my own dispatch corps. We serve the greater Corpus Christi area, uh, about 68 square miles of an urban school district, uh, 55 campuses, uh, 77 facilities, including the campuses, um, right in downtown Corpus Christi, Texas. Great. And can you tell us a little bit about how has your uh, agency invested in new technology um, in the past and and basically uh what have you seen? What what is how have you guys used that and and um basically you know how how has it worked out for you? Well, I look at technology as what I call the three pillars of school safety, uh, which is the built environment, uh, human beings, people, and technology. So the three are three parts of a stool um, that you need all three of those to create a safe environment in today's world. Um, man. We've been using technology for as long as the department's existed, and we grow as technology grows, you know. Uh, so something as simple as two-way radios. Uh, back in the day, we had, you know, black and white coax-run camera systems. Um, so, I mean, we've started from the get-go. We were early adopters of Raptor, uh, early adopters of um, silent alert systems, uh, panic systems before they were mandated. And this is just a natural progression to go to something like zero eyes. Um, it's really kind of a force multiplier. Uh, someone looking, watching your back when you can't. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're about technology. Technology is integral part of how we keep our kids safe. Okay, and um, how was your agency first introduced to zero eyes and when did you begin first using the software? Well, um, it was, uh, a member of our technology department who really does all the security for us. His name is Daryl Dubuque. He, I think he went to a trade show and saw it. Um, then he came back and said, hey, I want to try this thing out and showed it to me. And I was wild. I thought, you know what? That's something we need to have. He said he didn't have money in his budget. I had some. Uh, and so uh, we visited with Zero Eyes. We came up with a, a plan to get us in, engaged and uh, went from there. That's about three, three years ago. Okay. Great. And um, how has the software helped in terms of being both being able to recognize um, weapons and videos and also being able to comb through all of the data collected? Well, it, well, we're unfortunate that we've had a practical exercise in so much as we were, I guess, swatted is the best term to use. Uh, a false 911 was called in alleging an active shooter. First responders report. Sure enough, they're going to come in with guns blazing. Um, zero I sends me an email off to the side, pictures of everyone. We were activated or alerted to the presence of firearms in your campus, but we, uh, 
we discerned that it wasn't necessary for us to call 911 because 911 was already present. Um, but the ability to have a human being look at that, decipher that, and decide we do need to send someone or we don't need to send someone because we had plenty of law enforcement. The last thing we needed was them calling and saying we need additional support. So having a human being look at that is is real important. Uh, but that's just one case example of when Zero Eyes was utilized. We've also had it where we've had kids with airsoft. You know, after school, they're playing with airsofts. And a human being looked at that and realized, well, we don't need to activate 911 services for this. But they did let me know offline, hey, look, this is something you need to look at. So uh, very, very helpful. How was the uh, the training involved for your staff with using the software? Was it um, pre pretty easy to get online or is it something that took a little bit of time to get used to? Well, really, it's kind of behind the scenes for my team. Really, it's myself and uh, uh, my security personnel that see it uh, on the backside. So it's really not used day by day for the line officer. So my command staff, myself, will have it. My dispatching corps, they have it. And for that small cadre, it wasn't that it wasn't that hard. Okay, um, you know AI and facial, you know, and object recognition recon, um, recognition software can be considered to be uh, controversial by the public. But uh, what has your agency done to get the public buy-in? Have you, um, you know, had any school staff, you know, ask about it or maybe have issues with it, and you had to talk to them about it? No, we haven't had. We have a very, very good community down here in Corpus Christi. They support law enforcement because we've earned it. Uh, and so I've had no pushback about it. In fact, people are encouraged to know that we're doing everything we can to keep the student staff and visitors safe when they come to uh, the Corpus Christi ISD. Um, I can't think of any example of pushback from any kind of recognition software. Um, they like to know that we're keeping our kids safe. We have precious cargo on board. Okay. So everything we can do to keep them safe uh, we get very strong support. Okay. And, um, you know, you, you just went over one success story. Have you had other success stories or kind of things where you were like, we're, we're glad that we had this in place? Well, unfortunately, we've had nine incidents in the last 14 months of being swatted. Uh, so the, the one example I gave was the most recent, but it happens every time or um, something like that happens in zero eyes has the, uh, wherewithal to not call us um, in that circumstance. And it seemed like there was a big issue right after COVID with airsoft. Uh, and so there was multiple airsoft issues where they had determined that it was not a threat and let us know um, offline. You know, they don't need to activate emergency services because they can determine that it's, it's, a, it's a toy. Uh, and so, uh, but that's kind of waned uh, the airsoft in conjunction with zero eyes and just good police work on the ground, the number of airsoft incidents after school hours have d d diminished. Okay. And, um, you know, as far as how you guys use the software, can you kind of, for those that might be listening, um, police or staff from um, other agencies, how does it work for you guys? Um, what, you know, how is it used? It, well, it overlays existing infrastructure. Uh, and so it actually kind of helps us too. So if a camera's out, they let us know. Okay. 
And uh, just to conclude, are there any tips, um, any advice you give other agencies that are looking to add um, other technology um, to their arsenal, whether it be, um, you know, something like Zero Eyes or or uh, something else out there? Well, if you don't try it, you definitely won't. You know, the old adage is, um, if you never try anything, you'll never uh, determine whether it's going to work for you or not. Some things work for people. Sometimes they don't. Um, for us, we like it. Um, it creates an environment. It's, it's a force multiplier. It's like an overwatch, kind of, you know, our own digital St. Michael, you know. Um, but I would say always try something because anything that can help give you that edge, uh, whether it be zero wise or some other function, take a look at it. And if you can work it into your budget, give it a try. And if it doesn't work for you, try something else. But don't just sit there and stagnate and not continue to try something. Well, thank you so much, Chief. And uh, thanks for joining us today on this episode of the uh, Officer uh, Command Q&A podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have any questions, you can contact me at editors at officer.com. And uh, take care and stay safe.